let's go full speed ahead, Derek. It's time to go full speed ahead with Michael Kelly. Each week, we take you inside all the big sports stories at USF from the perspective of the man who oversees the program, Vice President of Athletics, Michael Kelly. With today's show, here's your host, Derek Sharp. At all hours of the day or night, we catch up with Michael Kelly for an episode of Bull Speed Ahead. In this case, as we want to get it to you on a Tuesday, we are taping late on a Monday. Wanted to wait for a couple of events. I was on the air calling a major event that was at the school, the Team Puerto Rico versus the South Florida Bull softball team. That was tremendous, and we'll get into everything else, Michael. Let me tell you, the crowd was amazing. I know it was free admission, so I don't think there's a head count, but whatever, what is the maximum capacity for that stadium? Because whatever that is, that's how many people were there. Yeah, we maxed out that uh, 1,500 or so that we're supposed to be able to hold in that place, that's for sure. So really, really awesome to see, obviously, our program with multiple connections with basically a coach and two players being able to play for Team Puerto Rico and have them come and just have our fan base turn out and a lot of a lot of folks from the community and youth leagues turn out. Just a tremendous crowd for one of our biggest fall opportunities for our softball program. And I thought... Our, our team looked good. It's good first, uh, encouraging for the for the fall. I know Ken's very excited about next season. Oh, no doubt. And it was really neat because you were absolutely cheering for the Bulls that were on Team Puerto Rico. It wasn't the, the normal situation where, you know, when the other team does something, you're upset about it or it bothers you. It was just great. There were people from that nation there. And I, I'm telling you, I've, I, I knew that there were places to watch games from that only I thought I knew about. Donaldson Deck's a great place. That was back. Uh, the concourse, which is, you know, you can sort of walk around and stretch your legs the whole time. That was packed. And then next thing you know, right, right field, the little mini berm area there. Yeah, our, our created berm area. We had yes. seven to ten people, seven to ten people deep on the concourses. It was, uh, <laughs> hey, that was cool. That's what it's about. And I'm really excited. Uh, Ken and our and our team, our representatives for Team Puerto Rico had a chance to do that. It was a win-win all the way around, a great opportunity for fall ball. And we'll wish Kathy Garcia Soto along with Camille Ortiz Martinez, their two sophomores, and of course, coach Carla Claudia Rivera, who's this one of the star players of Puerto Rico. Next up for them is the Pan Am Games a week or so in Santiago, Chile. It was fantastic. It went 10 innings, which was sort of uh, planned ahead of time, went three hours, and both certainly had their chances. Puerto Rico wins 3-1, to one, but that was great to watch. Hey, a lot of things that are coming up to watch uh, that you can't miss. And we'll tell you about a soccer game on Thursday and a chance to watch women's lacrosse on Saturday and the basketball event on Wednesday, among many others. But uh, it was great to see what happened in East Hartford, Connecticut on Saturday. First of all, it's great that it wasn't the forecast of uh, slip and slide and miserable weather. The only thing bad about it was the wind. But whichever way the wind was blowing, it favored the Bulls there in the fourth quarter, and they got a big win to get back to 500, Michael. Yeah, it was a it was a tough tough game. Obviously, I know uh, it's good to see a good group of fans that made the trip up there. But it was uh, one that hey, we we were able to put on 468 yards of total offense. The defense obviously performed uh, much better than they had in weeks past. And hey, it was a, a situation where our back was against the wall, but we were able to put two clutch drives together. Defense making plays down the stretch and to get us to four and four at our break here uh, for this week coming up with an idle week. Um, hey, you know what? Beginning of the season, that's we knew we had some uh, growing to do. We've grown tremendously and, and, and really good position for 
goals that we set for ourselves, and that's to have a winning season in, in, in Alex's first year. We've got that in front of us, and still very much an opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, go to a bowl game. So we've got uh, got some some a November to look forward to. A lot of great opportunities that I'm. I know our team is excited for the challenge. To try to make that happen. It was outstanding to watch, and of course, the bye week this week we'll get more into football. Next week, big one coming up at Memphis, which uh, has been set for it seems like the afternoon kickoff is what the Bulls have going on if you guys missed that it'll be next Saturday at three o'clock so coming up next we alluded to it last week chance to mingle with members of the basketball squads the basketball tip-off social it is Wednesday at the JW Marriott that's on Water Street from five to seven o'clock I saw some pretty cool deals that were uh, available by the way if you want to slide into that event for a special low price you can also get a general admission season ticket for basketball so pretty cool event and some fringe benefits too yeah for a chance to get a chance to meet all of our new coaches and players on the men's side and obviously to welcome our uh, newcomers and obviously our returners on the women's basketball side it's a, a cool opportunity I'm glad we're doing this this event down at the Marriott Water Street um again it's just just a fun way to kind of break the ice and get the season started and yeah if you if you're not already a season ticket holder obviously a chance to come and be a part of uh, this and get that extra benefit is is pretty uh pretty pretty cool so uh hope we can see a lot of people down there i know uh, we're almost uh, not far away from selling that event uh out which is cool but uh, get on down there and we look forward to seeing everybody on wednesday wednesday evening and I was actually privileged to be invited uh, by Jose Fernandez to their ring ceremony for their conference championship last uh, year, obviously. And even though they didn't have the experience they wanted in the actual conference tournament, anytime you can have a ring. And uh, I've been told that my, my broadcaster ring is on back order. That's fine. I mean, whenever it gets it, it gets it. It's more important that the players got theirs. And I got to look at them. I mean, th those are cool things. And I'm sure you don't get tired of experience with the players. No, that was special. Jose and his staff did a great job of designing a, a great uh, commemorative uh, gift for our players. Uh, I thought it was a really nicely designed uh, ring. It was uh, beautiful. I they had obviously the normal types of bling associated with it, but uh, certainly saluted that regular season title, a great overall 27 win season, getting to the second round of the NSA tournament. And I even love the way they were able to mix in some nice uh, green, green paint in there to go against that gold on it. It looked just really, really nice. So a great uh, treat for, for our, our women. Well, very well deserved. And I know they'll be hungry to get another one this year. So let's uh, maybe even to get two to get that regular season in that conference uh, title this year, if we can do what we need to do in the tournament. Amazing that we are just two episodes of Bull Speed Ahead removed from talking about the actual beginning of the regular season, much less next week the men playing an exhibition at the Yingling Center, where I do want to acknowledge that, again, it's so cool when volleyball is held there. And even though we've been talking about the women's team being in first place, they they did lose to North Texas. However, that was as entertaining, as dramatic, as high quality of volleyball that you're going to see uh, for considering it was a loss. And still, there's so much on for this team. Uh, right now, East Carolina is 9-2 and two in the league. The Bulls are 7-3. and three. But looking at the, the next two weekends before the Bulls are back home, uh, I think they can stay on par with them. And when they come back home, they play them for two. So I wanted to acknowledge the volleyball squad for, a, again, a good showing. I mean, Derek, have you ever seen a, a set that went into the 30s like that? I, I have not. So <laughs> to go up to what, what happened there was – incredible to watch and and you're right hey a setback with a you know a team that played well in north texas but uh still right there in the midst of the eastern division hunt and yeah if we can stay close we can take it into our own hands when we get a chance to play east carolina in a couple of weeks so we're still very 
proud of our volleyball team and know they're they're hungry to get some get some more wins here down the stretch picking up uh, with the other main fall sport soccer men got to watch them the other night it was funny because i again thank you for letting us have your conference room for the football road studio and that allowed me to just go right to the soccer game and i got like three or four people like are you slacking tonight? You're not doing the game. Like, man, I, I I couldn't physically be in both places at once. But it was neat to just watch. And you you hear so much when you don't have the headphones on. You get to be down there on the field and hear the communication and see basically how the players are executing the plan. And they had to win that game against UAB to really keep their hopes for hosting a conference tournament game going. So that was fun to watch. And it was neat because the assist on the game-winning goal by Ajmer Spengler, who had two goals, was great as a win against UAB, was by Take Mariyama, who's one of these guys that's never going to get stats. He's a defensive midfielder. He didn't have a goal or an assist last year. He got the assist, which takes us to the women's soccer team. And their defensive midfielder, Madison Schwarzenberger, keeps the streak going. She is a player who, in her fourth season, had never had a goal or an assist and got the game-winning goal, and the Bulls are back in first place. Pretty uh, cool couple of days for men's and women's soccer. Yeah, and for uh, you know, for our men's, uh, our, our game-winning goal for men's soccer to make it to the uh, n- number two play on Sports yes. Center that night, which is really cool. And then Maddie's uh, goal at uh, in San Antonio on Sunday was a really off a very nice set piece. gave us uh, gave us the lead that we wouldn't relinquish, and and obviously an important important win to get us back in first place as, as you mentioned in the eastern division so that all sets up for a pretty special night coming yeah. up on thursday that i really really hope that all of pools nation and all soccer fans everywhere will come out for obviously not only are we fighting for first place to head into the conference tournament for our women but again to be able to salute our seniors uh before the game and then after the game to be able to salute our longtime head coach and Denise Shilty Brown, who uh, will be coaching her last game at uh, at Corbett Field, because even if we go on to the tournament, we well, uh, you know, uh, we'll be going down to uh, uh, Lakewood Ranch for the conference t- tournament. So the last regular season contest for right. Denise, and uh, I really hope people will uh, come out and salute her for all she's done for our program. Really put her heart and soul into into this. The only coach we've ever had, and has taken us to extremely high heights, obviously. So. Looking forward to that Thursday night uh, opportunity, and let's go ahead and finish strong and and get that uh, get that division title. I know some friends that are doing that. They 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 come to games from time to time, but they are all planning on going to the game on Thursday night. And want to shout out my buddy Jim Lighthall, of course, does uh, so much work with the USF uh, radio broadcasts. And we were just talking about. It. He said, "Yep, well, I usually have my basketball game on Thursday night, but I'll I'll be at that one." By the way, Jim's a pretty good baller. He was. Uh, Tell me about Tommy Tonelli, former Bull player, former coach at Wharton, and they get a group of former Bulls, and they they run it at Wharton High School. <laughs> they played a first to 150, and apparently Lighthall Lighthall's pretty uh pretty solid, but he's going to give up on that to watch this soccer game. So I think we'll have a pretty good crowd for that one. I think we will, and again, a special opportunity for fans all over because of this special night, which it's free admission for that game, and right. we just want to pack the place and give uh, our Bulls and, and our coach a, a great, great send-off that they richly deserve. Well, listen to this. We did a broadcast of softball free admission. It was packed. We anticipate, I'm definitely doing the broadcast Thursday night, a similar type of turnout. And then Saturday, not going to broadcast it because if I try to broadcast women lacrosse, it would be a travesty. I want to see the sport first and learn <laughs> and learn it. But uh, speaking of learning it, there's been a nice article on GoUSFBulls.com with the rules, and now people can actually come out and watch them play. They're calling it Fall Play Day on Saturday at Corbett. 
it's a historic day. I mean, obviously, we got a lot of great things going on all week that we talked about, but uh, the first, the public debut of our women's lacrosse program, and albeit not the first uh, official game in competition, but but the first one as it relates to a to a handful of scrimmages, exhibition games that we're playing. We're going to play at 10 o'clock on Saturday, and then again at two o'clock. So 10 a.m. versus St. Leo, 2 p.m. versus Florida Southern. Both have been very good programs uh, in their respective leagues as they and uh, divisions that they've been playing for couple of years now but so it'll be a fun contest for us but for those that are curious about the sport curious about our program want to see some of our uh young talent and obviously to see coach uh, uh coach mccord and her in her debut in essence uh, it'll be fun so free tickets but we ask that you go to gousfbulls.com there's a link on there that can uh, help you register and secure those tickets just to make sure we can keep a good handle on our crowd size and really hope people will do it. it'll be a, a fun day that uh, similar to Thinking about 27, 28 years ago when people went and saw our first scrimmage wow. over at the track stadium for football. Now it's going to get that same opportunity to watch our women's lacrosse program make their public debut as well. So look forward to seeing Bulls fans out there. It'll be a fun, historic occasion. Again, 10 a.m. is the matchup with St. Leo. The two schools play each other, St. Leo and Florida Southern at noon, and then the Bulls against Derek Sharp's alma mater, Florida Southern College, at 2 o'clock. And for the bye week, it's going to be a lot going on, and we even have more next week with conference tournament on the women's soccer side and a big finish, I think, for the men's soccer season to uh, try and improve their seating. And, of course, we'll be talking about football returning. But, Michael, anything else? Again, uh, no no game for the football team going on this week, but busy as ever. Yeah, no, this is great. This is a fun time of year when you've got all these things going on, and obviously with basketball just around the corner, that's going to be a uh, a great deal of fun as well. So just because it's a, an idle week for our football program, certainly not idle in the uh, Selman Center. A lot of people working hard, a ton of student athletes working hard, and uh, we're looking forward to all the activities and look forward to seeing everybody there. Appreciate everybody's ongoing support. Uh, lots of events to look forward to, so go Bulls.